Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Versatility Podcast. For today's episode, we're doing a double upload for today's first episode. I'll be doing top 20 Tupac songs. This is going to be a short um, episode, but then I'm going to get to the very next episode in a couple minutes from now. But today's episode, we're going to be doing, uh, I'm going to be doing top 20 Tupac songs. So I did a ranking yesterday, top 30 Chris Brown songs. I have my another artist top 30. It's going to be a top 30 tomorrow from another artist and then it'll continue going back to top 20. And I'm going to continue to obviously just get back on the grind and we'll continue doing these top 20 lists. And yeah, I uploaded an episode yesterday. Go check it out. Chris Brown songs, top 30 Chris Brown songs. And you know what I'm saying? Just go check it out. Um, and we're just going to get straight into it. Let's get to straight to number 20. So number 20, I have All About You. Uh, I like the topic of the song. Uh, Tupac really expresses a lot in his music. Um, and definitely, I really like the message here. And it's very melodic and smooth. Something that, you know, I don't really listen to a lot from Tupac. Especially because, you know, I listen to Tupac for lyrics well, I actually want to listen to like lyrics about like a story or something. Even though Biggie's another great artist, but I usually go for Tupac a little bit more, more than 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 Biggie. Um, but yeah, I really like that song, really, really much. And number nineteen, I have Trapped, another song, uh, very melodic, but I also think his wordplay is very sick, and I really do think that. The way he puts um, lyrics together in the track. The beat's pretty decent as well. I really do like it. Um, you know, it's, it kind of sucks because not a lot of Tupac songs that I would kind of put up for. But this is definitely a song that um, I really, really think that um, it's just one of his best. One of his most underrated. And I believe this is on his other project from... I also believe, huh, I think this was from this new project, or not his newest project, but it was came out, All Eyes on Me, or the Me Against the World, is probably one of his best hits from those songs, and yeah, I really like that song for the majority of the time. At number 18, I have I Ain't Mad At Ya, another song that I really like from Pac, um, good lyrics, good production, decent. Uh, storytelling on this one. Not one of his best storytelling songs, but definitely an underrated track. At uh, 18, I already talked about Toss It Up. I said 18 was Toss It Up. 17 was I Ain't Mad At You. At 16, uh, Life Goes On. Life Goes On is another song that pretty much similar to Toss It Up and Trap. Just obviously different lyrics and a different beat. Uh, number 15, Temptations. Underrated track again. But then here we come to more of his uh, bigger songs. Number 14, we have So Many Tears. Number 13, Hearts of Men. Number 12, Unconditional Love. And not entering the top 10, but barely making it. Uh, number 11, God Bless the Dead. So all great tracks, all underrated, but most some of those are a little bit of his hits if you listen to more Tupac that much. But let's get straight into the top 10. Number 10, we have Picture Me Rolling. The, the beat is great. I love the energy he puts out on the song. 
Jesus is fucking ready. And I do believe that it's um, definitely one of the biggest um, biggest parts of the story that he really puts out a lot too. And it's very interesting how he changed the story a lot in this, in this movie. Brenda's Got a Baby, it's an emotional song. Um, and I really like it because it's very storytelling. This is another song that really shows a lot from Tupac's ability in rapping and storytelling very well. And number eight, Me Against the World, a new project from 1995. Another great project and another great song from that project. Talks a lot about himself against the world. Pretty self-explanatory, but, well, that's the reality. That's what he really sees. And at number seven, we have Dear Mama, uh, a song about his mom, of course, very emotional, very storytelling, shows love and shows support to his mom because his mom obviously been through a lot of raising him. It's not easy raising a child, you know, with, any, with nobody to, to support. You know, it's a, it's a tough story, but for sure, he does a great song, a great job making the song, make it so personal and so revealing. So it's really interesting how he, he did that in a very conventional way. Uh, anyways, and number six, I get around. It's just a fun song, a party song. The beat's pretty good. I like his energy. The music video, I believe, I also saw. I really like the music video. Um, it's entertaining. He still talks about injustices. Black people barely sometimes on the song, but it's just kind of like his more like hype turn-up songs. You know, like his most like okay, not his most lyrical songs, but definitely one of his like just overall chill party songs at the club to put perfect for it. At number five, Two of America's Most Wanted featuring Snoop Doggy Dog. I like it. I really like the beat. The beat is awesome. I really love the beat. Energy, Snoop Dogg and Pop put on this is great. Gangster persona on this song just puts them super high up. Especially because we have two rap legends on a track. Makes this one of Pop's best songs easily. Uh, at number four, we have Hit Him Up. This is a diss track he did with Chino XL and Biggie and a bunch of other rappers. Uh, first of all, fuck your bitch and the clicky clang. West Side will be right with the, you know, all that. The, the stuff. tell the damn lyric starts and the whole song starts. It's a very brutal diss track. This is probably one of the best diss tracks ever. Uh, ever made in hip hop history, if not the best. Um, makes sense. Uh, you know, it kind of sucks that he had to diss Biggie because they, they used to be friends before they had a beef but he also he also hit him up on a bunch of other people and shouted them out and then eventually dissed them but this like really straight up just dissed them just did not give a fuck he did not he didn't hold back at all he just said what was on his mind he didn't want to make it it was explicit he didn't make anything implicit he just wanted to make sure that everything it was aimed at them, and that they know that I'm that, that, that he's talking to them. You know that he's targeting them for what they did. But anyways, in the top three, we have Changes. Now, this is probably Pac's best song when it comes to lyrics and storytelling and how it's so freaking relatable today. I mean, it is incredibly, it's incredible how it's still super relatable even up to today. You know, and, and then the song just makes add more. That's why I had to add in the top three. But for me, this is his best song. But personally, it's not my favorite song. Because I don't think this is... 
my personal favorite song. Again, this is a list of my favorite to, to, top 20 Tupac songs by my favorite. So this isn't by, like, I think Changes should be number one because it is it is Pac's number one's best song, in my opinion. It's just overall my favorite from, from uh, Pac. That's it. But I know Changes has to be number one. Um, if it was just strictly talking about what I think is his actual best song. Like Drake, his best song could be like, I don't know, Pound Cake. But I don't have that as like my favorite song from Drake. And it's a good song. And we'll get to Drake in a couple episodes. I still have to do that list. But for now, Tupac. So yeah, Changes at number three. And number two, California Love. I love the beat. Dr. Drake provides energy. The, the, the. It's just a good song, man. I, um... I actually, you know what I should do? I should actually obviously continue doing this top 20, top 30 list. Some episodes will be top 20, 20 top 30 as well, depending how many songs that I can like, you know, add in because I, I'm trying to do Don Tolliver as one of the artists that I'm going to do, but I don't know if he has 30 songs, so I'm going to have to do like 20 or 15, you know, depending. But most of these artists do have 20 to 30 songs or more, so we will be okay. But, um... I do think that perfectly I, I see so much from from well I should actually add the songs like when I get to the top 10 I should add and play the song for each of the positions from 10 to number one I should play the song so I think I might do that tomorrow with uh, the next artist that I'm going to be talking about still not telling you guys but it will be coming up later uh, so yeah I'm gonna have to consider doing that and making that change but anyway, that's the main focus for today. But anyway, um, that was the list. Oh, wait. You think I was going to forget what number one was? Of course not. Number one, in my opinion, is Hail Mary. Hail Mary, I love the beat. Uh, I love the storytelling, the, 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 the way he puts everything together in the song. Um, and I was listening to it yesterday while making this. That's another fun thing that I like making the list is that I get to hear the songs, even though I've heard them many times, most of these already. So I can really like remember where to rank them, especially like the top five, you know, because I can maybe do the top five easy, but then the rest I kind of have to listen to the songs to see which ones I'll do. I'll listen to like two minutes of it each, but then like the top three, like Hail Mary, California, Love Changes, I just wanted to hear the whole song because I just really love Hail Mary. It's a great song. Now, I know it's not his best song, but it personally... It's my favorite Tupac song. I've always been. Um, oh my fucking god. I am an idiot. Wow. Wow. You know, I actually left off a song here. I left off a song here. That is crazy, man. I double checked, but I guess I did not double check. I had should have triple checked. Wow. I just remembered Tupac has another song. And the beat is great, and I don't think it's my favorite, but it's definitely not my favorite, but it definitely should belong on this list. Damn, how do I forget that shit? Literally just forgot about it right now. Alright, so we're gonna get back. We're gonna go back to, let's see, his project in 96. It was Admissions as a Reha, as a Riddle, Riddle, that one. That's how the beat goes. You know, that that's how it goes. I know how it goes, but... Alright, you know what? I'll add it on the list. And if I had to place it on the list, it will be top 10. But where would I put it? 
Hmm. I'll actually put it. You know what? I'll actually have to put it like ahead of. I get around. I think it, I think it's gonna be top five. Wow. You know what? I'm gonna put it. I'm gonna put it at number five. I'm gonna put admissions as a, a reha. How do you pronounce it? At number five. So that means from five to ten, the twenty songs that I said from five to twenty will be a spot lower. Like two of America's Most Wanted will be six. I get around will be seven. Dear Mama would be eight. Me Against the World will be nine. Brenda's Got a Baby will be ten. Picture Me Rolling will be eleven. God Bless the Dead will be twelve. Unconditional Love thirteen. Hearts of Men fourteen. So many tears, 15, temptation, 16, life goes on, uh, 17, I ain't mad at you, 18, toss it up, 19, and trap 20. All about you, not in the top 20. All about you is out of the top 20. Admissions as a reha is now number five, and I just reordered the list. Fucked up, but at least I did not forget about that song. I can't believe... I didn't have that song here. It's so... I have to triple check now. I double checked, but I still missed the song here. But anyway, I revised it. I checked it. So now that song will be at number five. I changed it for in that specific order. So now that's the new list. But still the top uh, still the top four is the same. Hit them up at four. Changes three. California Love at two. And one Hail Mary. Uh, so yeah, this was my top 20 Tupac songs. I'm going to continue doing this. For Drake, uh, Roddy Rich, I'm gonna do it for a lot of other artists, singers, rappers, all kinds of artists all around the world. So um, I'm just gonna be doing that continuously. But we're done with Tupac for today. But uh, I also kind of want to talk about uh, we had news for sports today. We had sports news that the NBA decided that for the eight games that each uh, each of the 22 teams that are gonna be playing. <clears throat> Sorry, they will not be considering this season these eight teams, these eight games, as a, a making an improvement or an, a, a result for MVP, Defensive Player of the Year, for any of the awards that are going to be awarded after the season's over, by like November or October, um, probably like oh, November. Um, they're going to be not counting these eight games, so it's just going to be before the bubble, before March 11th. Everything was in consideration. No, nothing is in consideration for these, this Orlando bubble that these twenty-two teams are in. So if you think LeBron, you know, could have had a chance winning MVP or proving himself more to win MVP with these eight games, it's decided now. It's only LeBron what he had before the bubble and what Giannis had in the bubble, or for any other teams and any other players that are going to win the awards. So there was no consideration for that. So, obviously, the MVP says, MVP season restart won't count toward MVP other awards. Exactly. Just very straightforward. Very straightforward. So, that means I could just make my predictions right away because this, this won't make any impact to what's going on with the bubble. So, MVP, a lot of people are going to say Giannis. And I'm going to have to agree. I definitely think Giannis is. LeBron is definitely another candidate. As much as I would love LeBron to win another MVP, because I honestly think he just needs to win more MVPs, more than four, I believe. He has four or three. I know he has four MVPs, because he won back-to-back, -back and then I swear he won, like, one or the two. Yeah, I think he has four MVPs. Um, you know, I got I to gotta respect LeBron for that. 
and absolutely love the the way he has put so much into the game this season and so much he's improved because last year he was not not that LeBron that we all thought he was going to be, but he was still a great player, 100%. Uh, most improved player, Bam Adebayo. Coach of the year, probably Nick Nurse or Eric Spolstra. I'm going to go for Eric Spolstra. Executive of the year, Pat Riley for the Miami Heat. Rookie of the year, John Morant. Defensive player of the year, it's gonna. So I choose Giannis for MVP. Defensive player of the year, I'm gonna go for Anthony Davis, but it also might go to Giannis as well. But we'll see. Uh, what should I say? Sixth man of the year, I think it's gonna be. It's either gonna be Dennis Schroeder. Or, you know what? I'm gonna go for Dennis Schroeder. Dennis Schroeder is gonna win. Uh, sixth man of the year. Or it might be Montrez Harrell, but I think Dennis Schroeder is going to win sixth man of the year. And then at number the seventh award that I believe I've announced, most improved player, it was Pascal Siakam last season. This year, it's going to be Bam Adebayo. I think Bam Adebayo might win it. Brandon Ingram totally deserves it as well if he wins it. So, yeah, those are awarded. Executive, executive of the year, uh, Pat Riley. Coach of the year, Eric Spolstra. Uh, MVP, Giannis. Defensive Player of the Year, Anthony Davis. Rookie of the Year, John Morant. Sixth Man of the Year, Dennis Schroeder. And Most Improved Player, uh, Bam Adebayo. So those seven awards. That That is my list. So that is for today's episode. I'm going to do another upload just in a bit right now um, with the book. And thank you guys for watching. Take care and peace.